0: I'm Marcus Driscoll The feeling you got watching Don Cheadle's performance In Boogie Nights for the first time
1: I'm Tommy Calhoun (laughs) And I'm
2: Tim The feeling you got when Bambi's mom died In Bambi
1: I'm glad we all wanted the same thing this morning. Yeah, you Tommy's
0: did. Tommy's intro was uh, the equivalent. That was the same feeling for both of those. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was like a feeling
2: sandwich, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it was the uh, Venn ends diagram. Of the spectrum. Yeah, Tommy is truly the Venn diagram. Uh, the middle portion, that little like, it's not. I don't know what that shape is called when it's like two bits. That of that, that parts the Venn. That mm-hmm. parts the Venn. Okay, mm-hmm. Tommy is a Venn between Marcus and I. Truly, yeah.
0: <laughs> the ven yes mm-hmm. the ven of us
2: every two people have a ven that is another person and they have to find them and when they find them comedy gold exactly. yeah exactly
0: perfect trio
2: yes comedy sandwich yes yeah. mm-hmm. some have said that uh marcus is the ven between me and tommy however uh they could also be right theoretically it really depends on how you look at it
0: maybe it's like a um spectrograph I don't know what that is. Them's the bitches where you uh, put water in chemicals in, and then it reflects light out and tells you what's in it, or some mm. shit.
1: What about a histogram? What is? What do that? They tell you
0: the history of it. Oh, I like oh. that a lot
1: better. I like that. I like Tommy's thing better. That's a lie. A histogram is just a bar graph where all the bars touch. <laughs> Bro. <laughs>
2: Tommy, I thought you were telling me the truth. But no. It turns out it was a fabricate. Yeah, you guys that's, remember
1: that's like literally the whole point of this podcast. That's fair.
0: It's <laughs> the lie and cheat and steal. <laughs> no, Tommy, stop. You guys remember box and whisker graphs? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. I've never seen a box and whisker graph outside of seventh grade. No. What the
2: hell is a box and whisker graph?
0: Exactly. Yeah.
2: No, I literally
1: don't know what that is. It's, okay. okay, so there's like this value that's in the middle. Yeah. And then they draw a box around it and they make that value line, and the other ends of the box are like two other values and then there's whiskers off the edge of the box and those are like the most extremely further away values it's kind of like a really shitty bell graph what is a bell graph you know like the like a bell curve like a bell curve where like oh, uh, the most yeah, likely yeah, things yeah. are in the middle the like least likely things are further out yeah from they the call middle. that a bell graph well well bell curve whatever yeah. okay. but
2: it's it's still a graph a second i feel like you guys are fucking with me no right box and whiskers
0: is an, a definite thing i don't mm-hmm. i don't like i don't even know enough about it to make a joke honestly just yeah. because like like i said i haven't encountered one outside of seventh grade what the fuck is this dude
1: what is this yeah. what for those wondering tim stopped learning math after multiplication okay first of all <laughs> first of all <laughs> Anyone
2: who's listened who anyone who's been a long-standing listener Versus Extreme knows that I'm the best at math on the podcast. Winky has mm-hmm. a TI-83
0: calculator in his brain, but it is Thank for me. a brain. However,
2: it's I have no idea brain. what graphs are. I've right. never seen a graph. All the, all the like graph maths, I skipped that. When they went over that in seventh grade, no way. I skipped straight to the calculus. <laughs> straight to the calculus. They yeah. said his brain's too powerful. We <laughs>
0: can't graph- dumb him calculus, down with visual graph aids.
2: Math? I don't know.
1: Your calculus is definitely graph <laughs> I have math. No bro. idea. Calculus Tim, you may, be the,
0: you may be the best at math on the podcast, but you, <laughs> but something you refuse to acknowledge is that we're all still dumb as shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you silly The silly bar voice. is on the floor, and we're playing Limbo. That's yeah. fair. Um, you can't play Limbo with the bar on the floor, you dumb
2: idiot. Let's do a question. That's the point. <laughs> Going home. <laughs> okay, I have one for you guys. This one comes from at space 32 on Twitter. Thank you, at caseofspace32 on Twitter. And it is... If Greg Hefley from Diary of a Wimpy Kid Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> if Greg Hefley from Diary of a Wimpy Kid ran against Malcolm from Malcolm in the Middle, who would get elected president of the United States? Ooh, now, I don't know how much Diary of a Wimpy Kid you guys read when you were younger. I have a functioning knowledge of Diary of a Wimpy yeah. Kid. Yeah, I, I, I remember
1: the first book vividly.
2: Okay, I read, like, the first five books. Oh my Damn. god. I was literally obsessed with Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I would go, uh, when my mom would drag me to Walmart, I would go into the book section and sit on the floor in there and read as much Diary of a Wimpy Kid as I could in the time that I was allotted.
0: I uh, Here's the things I know about Diary of a Wimpy Kid, right? I know that Greg Heffley's kind of an asshole, and I know Zooey Mama, and I know Loaded Diaper. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know cheese touch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Greg Heffley's not an really... asshole, bro. Yeah, he is. Dude,
2: what? No way. Dude, isn't yeah, he's he an like an
0: a... Like, he's a total dick to Heffley whenever Heffley starts... Ma- or not Hefley. F- Rally whenever Rally starts making friends and shit. Yeah. Well,
2: it's just that he's jealous. <laughs> yeah, so he's a dick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's I wouldn't definitely... say he's an asshole. I'd say, like... I mean, who wasn't like that as a child, though? Oh, yeah, you know? for sure.
0: But, like, looking back, I was an asshole. Okay, know? okay. Like, Fair. kids are just assholes. Like, that's just yeah. part of it. Okay, that, I
2: can... I couldn't agree to that. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Um, even still, though, I feel like Greg knows the world a little bit better than... Actually, I completely take that back. I feel like Malcolm knows the world better a little bit better. Yeah. Than Greg. yeah. Well,
1: Malcolm's
0: a genius, isn't he? He's yeah. He's, like, really smart. But here's the thing, is that Malcolm's an even bigger asshole. That's true. Yeah, Malcolm's the worst, dude. Like... That kid sucks. I See, I mm-hmm. think the thing is... If we, if they're running as they are right now, like, you know, mm-hmm. for some reason, it's completely legal for these children to run for president. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Greg Hefley might take it.
2: I feel like he's more likable.
0: Yeah. That's the thing is because Malcolm is just such an asshole and like makes people like belittles people all the time. Mm-hmm. Like that's like a big character arc. I was a big Malcolm in the Middle fan for a while. So, I watched the couple is this, is this
1: beginning there. of the series Malcolm and Greg or end of their series Malcolm and Greg? Say like just general
0: just like their general
1: essence? I feel like their general vibe. essence, yeah. Because I, I feel it, like yeah.
0: middle of the road
2: kind mm-hmm. of works better for that. W- you know what? I appreciate... I okay, I take it back. I want to do this... I feel like we've already talked about how we feel they would do it in their mm-hmm. like middle states. But like hypothetically speaking, in their end states, or where they would be in, what, 35 or 25 years? Gotcha. How, I don't know how old they are. They're like mm-hmm. 10 years old, right? I think
0: Malcolm becomes an ANCOM like definitely anarcho-communist. <laughs> That's fair. Um yeah. and like in the series he kind of comes off more as a libertarian, but he's also like it's also shown multiple times that like if you present him with new information like a study or something like that, mm-hmm. then he's going to accept it. Like mm-hmm. and okay. I, and also feel like a dipshit for being wrong. And so I think mm. that, like, not to say that, you know, anarcho-communism is the ultimate truth, but I just think that he would, you know. It get sounds down like that, that's
2: exactly what you're saying.
0: No, I'm just saying that he would he would dive down that rabbit hole and, like, you know, find a, a political ideology that um, he feels like is fringe enough that he can attach his identity <laughs> to. <Uh-oh.
1: laughs> See, I have, I, I don't think that we can just limit this question to these two people, because invariably, throughout the course of their horseshit, they're going to get wrapped up with their younger and older brothers because at some point through like I think what's going to happen is that they like the like last day when they both have to give their final pre-president speeches before Mm -hmm. they become before the people decide who's real president they try to go all out and Greg Hefley tries to get his older brother to do a music show for it.
2: Why would he ever do that thing? (laughs) (laughs) Why would he ever do that?
1: (laughs) Malcolm tries to get his older brother to do something for it. And then invariably, both of the younger brothers, the like little shitty, what's his name? Fucking Dewey and um, Big Tooth. What's the other one? <laughs> big Tooth? Uh, He's what? got big teeth. What's his name? Manny? Yeah, Manny. Yeah, Manny. <laughs> yes, yeah. Manny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Dewey and Big Tooth show up and just wreck the whole shit. Well, oh, I was going to no. say
1: that, like... Wasn't Dewey supposed to be, like, even smarter than Malcolm or something like
0: that? Or... He was, like, a piano prodigy or some shit.
1: Oh, yeah. He, like, shows up and just, like, shows Malcolm up completely. Like, the both of the younger brothers just show up and absolutely outclass their older brother in every oh, way. God. And it's just, like, a fucking, like, it, it serves as just a c- cementing in their, like, whole life that nothing will change from the fact that they're all the way they are <laughs> dude yeah. honestly okay
2: if this was real life i would move to a different country <laughs>
1: true and This was. A are you TV telling show? me that you think this is not something that would happen in american politics tim now here's the thing this is what i'm <laughs> saying this is what i'm saying when stuff like that happens in like
2: tv shows and movies i cringe out so hard and i immediately leave or stop watching it at that exact moment <laughs> i'm just like stop it it makes no sense just let them live their life let them escape
1: yeah please
2: let them leave <laughs> tim,
1: tim would never live tim would like Get, like, two hours into a sitcom and just be like, I gotta get out of here. Somebody, somebody, <laughs> please take me back home. You're
2: not wrong. That's why I cannot watch It's Always Sunny for longer than, like, 30 oh, yeah. minutes at a time. Because yeah, I, I cringe that. out so hard. I'm just like, why is everyone being so mean to each other? Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: I have that really bad. I can't even watch
0: The Office. Oh, that's fair. That's <laughs> like, fair. it's just too,
1: too cringe I, <laughs> sometimes.
0: Yeah. I... Would get too cringed out by some shows and stuff, and I forget where I'm going with that. <laughs> but uh... Marcus too
2: has feelings that we all share as well. Yeah.
0: I have a deep appreciation for Malcolm in the Middle personally, and mm-hmm. I know this is kind of a side tangent, but I'm going to go off on it anyway. Hey, go for it. Uh, just because, like, it was like a really good. It kind of like laid the. Pa- pathway for like the dysfunctional family sitcom mm-hmm. um, And also Like the archetype of like hey the main character Is an asshole and part of the sh- part of enjoying The show is realizing that mm-hmm. You know what I mean
2: yeah oh so you're Saying that it's like that whole thing of like uh, You're not supposed the point of the show Is not to idolize the main character type yes. of thing
1: Okay <laughs> uh, Marcus was making Facebook posts at 13 that's like I can't believe that I'm just Malcolm Yeah <laughs> <All laughs> I right.
2: relate so hard To this character
0: yeah um, and also to the point that you made earlier, Tommy, it's like, it's implied that Dewey's like a prodigy or like a savant at like mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff, but like they never explore it. Like, yeah, not, not mm. to like through fault of the writing, but it's just kind of like draw your own conclusion about whether Dewey's like an actual fucking like creative mastermind next Da Vinci genius mm-hmm. or just like some shithead kid. Yeah.
1: <laughs> some shithead kid. Yeah. It's, it's. I feel like it's just a bit, but I want it to be true so bad. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> that's that's fair. I feel like it was always... Uh, maybe it was because if I watched Malcolm in the Middle, it would hurt my soul too much because I was also a middle child. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who Everyone thought that the younger siblings were a lot better, mm-hmm. and then the older siblings were... I mean, they were chill, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in that scenario... It just, it hurts me inwardly to watch someone be such <laughs> a jackass, yeah. but
0: also be so mistreated. <laughs> yes, and that's the entire show. It yeah. hurts so much. It also like kind of explores that concept of just like, well, we're stuck with each other and we're constantly dragging each other down. Yeah. Wow, that's the worst. Yeah. Anyway, so that being said, uh, my vote's Greg Hefley. Yeah, my vote goes to Greg Hefley. Yeah, that's
1: fair. Yeah. yeah. I I liked reading Diary of a Wimpy Kid more than I ever watched Malcolm in the Middle so yeah. uh, that's just going to influence Wimpy my decision
0: Wimpy Kids Unite yeah, I was I was definitely Malcolm in the Middle over Wimpy Kid I don't I never read the books but I watched the uh, the first half of the movie I think
2: Oh I never watched the movie They
0: I, I remember reading Diary of the Wimpy Kid because it's when, it was on
1: a game website. Like, somebody had just uploaded the whole fucking shit. thing. Yes, it was
2: before they ever printed it.
1: Before they printed it? I'm pretty it. sure it was before yeah. they printed it. Yeah. I read
2: the hell out of that, except for it, it was, like, in diary format. Like, you would click the days to see the different entries. Yeah. Tommy. Tommy. I've Holy told shit. so many people about that, and they're just like, Tim, that never happened. That's fake.
1: Yeah, it was, like, one of the only game websites <sighs> that, like, bypassed. It was, like, that and Pop Tropica and, like, some other thing. Uh that, like, it was the only thing that bypassed our school's, like,
0: blocker filters. Tim's literally shaking right now. I think Tim's gonna explode, (laughs) so I'm just gonna keep talking about this
1: until he has, like, an aneurysm or something. I
2: feel like no one has... I've talked, Tommy, I've tried to remind people of this thing, the same thing you're talking about, (laughs) and they're all just like, that doesn't... That sounds like a fake thing. It sounds like it's not real. The game (laughs) website, Pop... Everyone knows Pop Tropica, but Mm -hmm. that game website, and Diver Wimpy Kid, Tommy, yes.
1: There was another comic on there, too. It was, like, a Penguin and a polar bear that was oh, on there. I think I saw ads for it, but I don't think I. Yeah. Know oh, P-
0: pingu bear, Pengu bear. No, that's. <laughs> I don't think that's. Uh, well, how would you fuck it? I don't think. Let's do another <laughs> question, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a
1: a Reddit question uh, from the Who Would Win subreddit, and it is pretty straightforward. Who would win Danny Phantom versus the Flying Dutchman in the Ghost Zone? Oh, in the like Ghost the... Zone? Yeah. Like Fuck. Danny what? F- what level is the Danny Phantom? What do you mean? Like, like is is it him at the beginning or him at the end? Or, yeah, yeah. Um, just take middle of the road. Okay, because <laughs> at the
2: end he gets some pretty fucked up. Oh yeah, though. no, not
1: not like the fucked up. Yeah, one. when he can
2: like multiply and do the
0: ghostly whale. Yeah, can he do the ghostly whale?
1: What does that do? It's paralyzes his enemies. Oh, probably not. Does he yeah. have his freeze breath? When does he get
2: that? Near the end. Near the end. He gets, like, crazy powers near the end. Yeah,
1: I was, gonna, I was just, like, assuming, like,
0: most okay. of the show, Danny Phantom. Gotcha. So he has, like, his fucking plasma shooter. Mm-hmm. So he has thermos. And, yeah. And he a thermos. He can pass through things. He can pass through walls, disappear, and fly. Yeah. <laughs> he can yeah. walk through walls. Can't, can't he know.
1: possess people?
0: Yes. Yeah. Mm. But he's in the ghost zone. Mm-hmm. And this is against the Flying Dutchman. The Flying Dutchman has some fucking crazy feats. If He, he does if like, have some crazy feats. he also Well, has he doesn't have any feet. What?
2: Oh
1: Shut my God! <laughs>
2: wow! Yes, <laughs> it's been so
1: long. I know. I felt like it was time for it for another one. It hurts yeah, it's so bullshit. Oh my anyway, god! Anyway, the
0: Flying Dutchman has like reality manipulation mm. and can summon pocket dimensions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't his ship have the the perfume parlor in there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that that's, that speaks more to like his reality shaping and pocket. Dimension creating mm-hmm. capabilities. Does Danny have Sam and Tucker to help him? Sure, we'll give him Sam. Oh. They, they have to be in the ship, though, if this is the ghost zone. Yeah, they yeah. have to be
2: in the ship. Uh, the th-
0: ship pit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think... Fuck, dude, this is a tough one.
2: Wait, didn't did they ever say what happens if they come out of the ship? Is it like space? Probably
1: turn to ghosts or something. Oh.
2: Yeah. I don't know.
0: Uh, I literally just, don't they know. They just
2: fucking die instantly. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. <laughs> um, what's, I mean, what's the end goal here? Because they can't kill the Flying Dutchman, and... Are they trying to, like,
2: suck him up in the thermos? Yeah. Suck him up?
0: Okay. hmm Well. Absorb him. Yep. Yeah. I feel like... Collect. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to go with Flying Dutchman on this one. Yeah? Yeah. He's you just too good? I think so, because, I mean, like, the only thing that I can really think... Like, with all of his fucking powers that he has, I don't know if Danny has anything that's gonna be able to take him, especially if this is in the ghost zone, where we can assume that, like, the Flying Dutchman has, like, his whole shit set up, you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, like, that's... he's got his armada... Right. If this were
0: if this were in Amity Park or wherever they are, I think it's Amity Park, mm -hmm. uh, where they live. Then I think, like in the material world, then I think Danny's might might take it. But okay. But in the okay,
2: I see where you're going with that. But I feel like if you put the flying Dutch, oh wait, hold on a second. Sorry. Are we assuming the flying Dutchman is familiar with the ghost zone? I would assume so, since he's a ghost. Okay. Never mind. Uh. I know that he has his own realm that he resides in. Uh, I wasn't sure if we were going to attribute that to the Ghost Zone, make them one. And the Married? Same. Yes, I um, was kind of
0: thinking that they were.
2: Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I, hmm, I think Danny would have to use his wit. To defeat him. His sheer wit. His sheer wit. Now, now. Oh, no. Here's the thing. You have to admit, Danny has a lot of wit. He does. He has a lot of, like, he's... I feel like... I think
0: Danny's smarter than the Dutchman, yeah. He's smarter
2: than the Dutchman, yeah. And this guy, the Dutchman, is stupid. He's very dumb.
0: Yeah, like, he gets,
1: like maybe not beaten, but, like, outsmarted by SpongeBob and Patrick yeah, a lot? man. Yeah. yeah. Not a lot, but, like, he has been before, and it's like, Enough if SpongeBob times. and Patrick collectively, with their quarter of a brain cell, can beat <laughs> yeah. a flying Dutchman.
0: Well, I do want to say, I don't think that they outsmart him <laughs> so much as they do something so fucking stupid that he doesn't see it coming.
1: That's true, yeah.
0: Because, like, just to kind of speak to that point, the Dutchman does outsmart them a lot, too, because whenever mm-hmm. SpongeBob uses the wish to turn themselves into... No, he yeah, he uses a wish to turn the Dutchman into a vegetarian, so he can't eat them, mm-hmm. and then the Dutchman just turns him into fruit. Oh. <laughs> so. That's fair. but Also, it... the Dutchman has a ghostly whale. Oh fuck! Oh, There's been times oh, where, like, not even like the the fucking the Battle of the Whales, oh, 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 <laughs> not even that one. But like, the, he's like screamed in someone's face and like uh, burnt their fucking head off. That's
2: I don't true. think that's not but that's not the same as the ghostly whale. Yeah, but, no, well, but he it has is, a ghostly. It is ghostly it is powers, the like extent though. of his powers. Yeah. I think that Danny could easily avoid that, though. Mm. And even if it's a scenario where Sam and Tucker right there, uh, he flies towards the Fenton... Uh, what was it? Space, uh, the, sure, yeah let's, yeah, let's call it that. The Fenton car, the floating car that goes into the ghost zone. The Fenton
0: it. floating car. Yeah,
2: the Fenton floating uh, non-dead and ghost zone car. Um, yeah. They have also, also, they have a lot of gadgets, man. They got a lot of gadgets. That Ooh, they they can do use be having the gadgets. Dutchman. <laughs> they got guns on that shit. Yeah.
0: They got uh, plasma, plasma guns. Tucker could probably just hack the Dutchman with his PDA. I
2: think he could, <laughs> dude. I think he could.
0: Like, uh, all he has
2: to do is hack into the mainframe, dude. Yeah. Then the mainframe of the ship. Exactly.
0: I just. And also, gun. Ghost gun. I just, I can imagine it very vividly that, like, Danny charges in. Or, like, gets knocked back or something, and the Dutchman, like, just unzips reality (laughs) like he did to Squidward. And Danny's locked inside of a dimension he has no way of leaving.
2: I imagine it very vividly where uh, Danny doesn't rush in at all because he's not stupid. And he goes in, he starts talking to the Flying Dutchman, and when the Flying Dutchman isn't looking, Sam and Tucker come up from behind and suck him up into the thermos.
1: Both very valid points.
0: I'm I'm voting 6 out of 10 Dutchman.
2: I'm voting 6 out of 10 Phantom. I'm gonna vote... Boom, boom,
0: boom, boom,
1: boom, 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 boom. I was just making a statement. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna vote, <laughs> yeah? Uh, no, I think I'll vote for Danny just because I like Danny Phantom. He's got what here. Yeah, That's I fair. like Danny
0: Phantom too.
2: I do like Danny <laughs> Phantom. Yeah, yeah, I do like Danny Phantom.
0: You guys remember that episode of Danny Phantom where they go inside the video game?
2: Oh, yes. It was a good one. That was a good one, dude. Yeah. I kind of want to rewatch all of Danny Phantom now. I yeah. do
0: too. I feel like it's like
1: it's one of those shows that I watched a lot. Like when i because like I, we didn't get it at home or i was like never at home when it was on or something yeah. but i only got to watch it like when i went with my mom to like her aerobics class and i was in the oh, little kid pit oh yeah you know a little kid shit pit little where they had like one tv kids. on and like yeah. three puzzles that didn't have all the pieces mm-hmm. and That's like good. one of those weird moving the bits things with yeah
2: the the, the, oh, yeah. Yeah. the wires the, yeah. like all the doctor's offices has yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: they had, like, all that and, like, one TV, and it was always on, like, some channel that you didn't get at home, so Mm -hmm. you could only watch the cartoons on it when your mom went to yes. aerobics. And you had no idea what channel it was. It just yeah. happened to
2: be there. Yeah, it
1: was like <laughs> WD, WB Kids from the Negative Dimension. And, like, yes. <laughs> we didn't get WB Kids at all at home. Yeah, so, like,
2: so especially how was I supposed dimension. to watch the
0: Negative Dimension? Yeah, so. exactly. Right.
2: Also, for some reason, they had a lot of magazines and places like those as if the kids were going to want to read magazines. Right. I, don't uh, know. I was
0: actually super into them because they had a lot of, like, spot the differences and... <laughs> Puzzles and bullshittery. All I'm that. saying
2: is, when I'm waiting for my mom to get out of the doctor's office, I don't want to sit around and read men's health, okay? Well, yeah, Are you not sure me. Don't want to read about the
0: stock market, Tim? Yeah, I don't want to. You know what? We're getting too off base here. I. I. I have a good bit for you guys. Well, to throw out. it at me. I'm gonna. And this is called Watch or Botch. And for the most dedicated of you, you oh, may remember this from episode 18. Uh, and we, I never brought it back because I'm a dipshit and forgot that it existed. So <laughs> here's the premise. In Watch or Botch, I'm going to propose prequels or sequels to movies and uh, give a short synopsis. And Tim and Tommy, if you guys want to help me flesh it out a little bit, that's cool too. But you guys tell me if you would watch it or if it's a bad movie. Botch. So mm-hmm. Watch or Botch. Here we go. We're going to start off strong. A pretty serious one, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is a sequel to Forrest Gump. It's just called Forrest. It's my idea. Forrest Gump Jr., the little kid. That's his canonical name. Okay. Uh, is. Wait, now... Forrest Gump Jr., the little kid is his canonical <laughs> name. No, no, no. Just Forrest Gump Jr. <laughs> okay. Because at the end of the movie, Jenny's like, oh, we have a son. Anyway, Forrest Gump Jr. is. Wow, like... way to spoil Forrest Gump. Fucking, it's been out for years. <laughs> Check it out. Dude, fuck you, bro. <laughs> Can I finish this? <laughs> Forrest... Not if you're gonna f- spoil Forrest Gump for me again, dude. <laughs> okay, well I'm about to spoil Forrest Gump 2 for you. God Forrest Gump Jr. is now a high school senior, and and he's, it's implied he's a genius, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jenny passed away a number of years ago because this is during the Reagan administration in the AIDS crisis, and it's heavily implied in the original Forrest Gump that she has HIV. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, Forrest Gump Jr. struggles between staying at home and supporting his dad or going to college and like trying to better himself because at this point i mm-hmm. imagine forrest is having like some severe handicaps and stuff like that yeah and so like and all forrest gump ever wanted for forrest gump jr was for him to have you know a good life and everything mm-hmm. but forrest juniors feels like he owes it to his dad
2: I would never watch this movie I would feel
0: so sad watching that movie. I would
2: hate to watch that. I already could hardly watch the original Forrest Gump when I watched it for the first time when I was like 14 years old. Really? Yeah, I was just like, this movie hurts my soul and I don't know why. I love
0: Forrest Gump, dude. The
2: first time I ever watched and the only time I ever watched Forrest Gump was I don't know if you guys ever, if your uh, parents ever had these growing up, but my mom had a minivan uh, and there was like one of those TVs in the back where you could put the DVD in it and yeah, watch I it know. on trips. I a I didn't have one, book, but yeah. my
1: friends did. Yeah. So it was always a big deal whenever I got to ride with my friends somewhere because I was like, we can watch a movie in your car? Yeah, yeah.
2: dude, we can watch movies. You just have to, You, it was really weird, especially when you're going between like, like on long trips, you're constantly having to like switch the radio over because you have yeah. to put Look it up to your own radio, oh like a yeah, weird FM transmitter. Um, so it was a little bit weird on that front, but overall it was pretty amazing. Hmm. Uh, that's where I watched *Force* for the first time. All of my other siblings had fallen asleep. We were driving to Virginia, and I was just sitting there, just like, "Why is this movie so sad?" One, two, who decided to put this movie on? Three, mm-hmm. everyone's asleep, and I feel like I'm going to cry. Yeah, I feel
0: like the worst place to watch Forrest Gump is in, like, a minivan road trip with yes. the rest of your family
1: asleep. Yeah, especially as, like, a child with, like, no understanding of history or reality, which is, like, yeah. kind of the most important thing about watching Forrest yeah. Gump, because otherwise oh, you're dude. just
0: like, wow, this guy's life is so shitty. I watched Forrest Gump countless times as a kid. Like, really? Yeah, but, yeah. like,
1: they're, like, I feel like I watched Forrest Gump in like a an environment where I was able to ask questions about like what's happening, like yeah. what why is this going on,
0: and not like just completely devoid of like yeah. <laughs> any I was history so or context. I picked it up from context for the most part, and the things that I didn't understand, I was just like oh, whatever. I'm having a good time watching this. Whenever I got older, that's kind of how I realized like you know the more like the story to it, and like mm. exactly how heavy it was and stuff. How much of a fucking cinematic masterpiece that movie is? Anyway, <laughs> I'm also gonna vote botch on <laughs> Force Cal Two. I
2: wouldn't vote botch. I just wouldn't want to watch. Like, I think it could be done <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I just I couldn't watch it emotionally. Yeah.
1: I feel like like it would just like inherently the idea of a kid having to grapple with should I ha- should I leave my like father who like worked so hard for his whole life to make sure I have a better one Yeah, that, like, obviously can't take care of himself to make my life better, is just such a heavy topic. Such a heavy to, like, topic. Because, like, yeah. like, Forrest Gump 1 was full of heavy topics, but, like, Forrest Gump right. 2 is just, like, coming out of the gate swinging. Yeah, yeah also
0: I feel like there would be a lot of stuff in there about the HIV crisis and it would be a like, lot. I feel like that would be a very big part of this movie, since mm. like it would take place in the 80s. Yeah. And uh, Jenny probably died of HIV. And in mm. this movie that I came up with in my own fictional brain, she
2: did. Yeah. Your fictional brain?
0: My fictional brain. Not your real brain at all. No. Um, anyway, next movie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Spider-Man 4. So this is in the original... Set in the universe of the original uh, Sam Raimi trilogy. And I've wanted this movie for so long. Marcus talks about
2: the Sam Raimi trilogy every
1: other day. Okay, but it is kind of a banger. Yeah. So I've wanted this
0: movie for so long. Cletus Cassidy played by Jim Carrey ideally, (laughs) was thrown in prison after being subdued by Spider-Man. Part of the symbiote finds its way into the prison and attaches to Cassidy and he becomes Carnage. Uh, Peter and Mary Jane have a very rocky marriage. This is set like a few years after Spider-Man mm-hmm. 3. Yeah, uh, They have a very rocky marriage due to Peter always putting his hero duties ahead of Mary Jane. Mary Jane leaves him at some point and uh, Peter catches up to Carnage and a fit of, r- fit of rage almost kills him. And uh, I imagine that this would kind of set up for a new trilogy. Mm. So like it would have like some like unresolved stuff, especially with Mary Jane and Peter. Yeah. Where like Sam Raimi's essentially making a new trilogy of Spider-Man movies. Mm. Starring Topher Grace. Not Topher Grace, fucking... Tobey Maguire.
2: Okay, I would definitely watch this. I would not botch it at all. I, think I it would, would be watch great. it, but isn't that the plot of
1: Spider-Man 3?
2: Kind of, no. yeah. Well,
0: well, a little bit, but
1: like...
2: It would be more in-depth than this one, and it would be more... I think it would be more focused on the emotional aspects of the story and not make it out to be like this weird conglomerate of all the bad guys we yeah. wanted to have. I think mm. you,
0: now that you say that, Tommy, it absolutely is like the whole Mary Jane arc is, mm-hmm. but I forgot about it just because Spider-Man uh, 3 yeah. is just so fucking wild. Like yeah. there's just so much going on. There was
2: a on. lot going on. Yeah. And there's
0: also all
1: I can remember I of Spider-Man Carnage, 3 is, is the like scene where he walks down the street and he's dancing. Yeah. Because uh, that's just... It's like embedded in my cringe sphere, mm, like yeah. the 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 part of your brain that scientists call the cringe sphere, where like your your brain remembers all the things that make you just like your inside shrivel up oh, and like your yeah. embarrassment. See what just I remember like threatens to over overload your brain and immediately make you die. Right. <laughs> Jeez. What I remember
2: about Spider Man Three is the one part where Spider Man and Mary Jane are sitting on the web. Uh, during that like news interview, and then they call for Spider Man. Spider Man goes, and they're just like, "Hey, you should kiss the lady that's up there." He's just like, "No, I shouldn't do that." And then he does anyway, and then Mary Jane leaves him. <laughs> you guys remember yeah. that part? <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: Next movie. <laughs> um, okay, so get ready for this. Mm-hmm. This is another kind of heavy one. Damn, Marcus, what the fuck? I know, right? Shawshank Redemption Two: Unbroken. The redemptioning. <laughs> God. Andy, after being in Mexico with Red and setting up his hotel, yes. uh, is being extradited back to the U.S. after a guest recognizes him at his hotel. One of Andy's employees, who sees Andy as a father figure, uh, is trying to fight to have Andy's original case reopened and for his charges to be cleared. Um, Red passed away a long time ago. I imagine that would have some elements to the story also. Mm. I'd watch that.
2: That sounds really good. Dude, that's another fucking situation with, like, uh, forest. Man, Forrest Gump 2, I can't watch this shit. I'm going to fucking cry the whole time.
0: <laughs> I think this one's also going to be another botch for me. Just no,
1: really? No. It'd
0: be one of those things where it's like, you know, if this came out, it would not be on my watch list. I would like, because I'd just be like, okay, they're just trying to like, you know, grab money from the original Shawshank Redemption. Mm. And then if like, you know, reviews came out and people were just like, hey, Shawshank Redemption 2 is actually really good. Then yeah. I would watch it. But like, otherwise, yeah. I would just be Okay.
1: Like, ah. yeah, that's like, I, I, I was just thinking like. If this movie was done well, right. I would like the premise enough okay. to watch it.
2: I feel, I feel that. I feel that. See, I feel
1: like that's what we're going under the assumption of. Yeah, in these yeah. things. That's
0: yeah. That's kind of how I'm framing <laughs> these. Is just like you're judging on the premise. You're assuming that it's well done.
1: Yeah. If if it, if it was a well done premise and like yeah. they, it was a tasteful homage to Shawshank right. Redemption and not like yeah. Nobody said anything about Shawshank Redemption in a while. So, yeah. uh, how about this? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah.
0: And, like, I feel like if they had, if they did another Shawshank Redemption movie, mm-hmm. it would have to be something like Shawshank Redemption, or Shawshank Adjacent, where, um... <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Where, like, you know, it's not just focused on Andy being in prison again. What are you laughing
1: at? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why! <laughs> Shawshank Redemption <laughs> Oh, Shawshank, Red Dead Redemption Two. <laughs> no, they call it Shawshank Redeemed, Marcus.
0: God damn it! Uh, Shawshank <laughs> Redeemed. Fuck. Uh, oh no. But anyway, yeah, I would have to focus more on like this new character. I don't know. <laughs> they couldn't call it <laughs> Shawshank
2: anymore. They would have to call it like, what is his hotel's name going to be? And then call it the like, I don't know, the Motel Six Redemption or some shit like that. <laughs>
1: the hotel california redemption yeah, yeah exactly
0: holy shit dude the hotel california redemption because you can never leave and so what it's does all that about... have to do with being redeemed yeah what does well that just because with... like in redemption because <laughs> yeah. you can't fucking leave prison and that's the whole point of oh, that okay, no the yeah. whole point of
2: the movie is that they do leave prison what are you talking <laughs> about
1: <laughs> next movie
0: <laughs> next movie
1: Please. <laughs> okay. It's a great...
0: This is a Matrix prequel. Oh. This is called The Matrix Boot Operation. Holy shit. So it's a prequel. Like I said, you see the rise of the machines and the original war that took place uh, that put machines in power. Turns out this is a crossover with Terminator and the whole shit Skynet. Oh, oh my god. god. Okay,
2: I was so sold off it at the beginning, and then you lost me so fast. <laughs> <bad>.
1: Well... <laughs> Like don't they already have a movie where they talk about the rise of the machines in the Matrix? Do, Do they? they? Yeah, because they have like the ma- animated Matrix series. Oh, the and Animatrix stuff, and like. Like, oh shit! Because yeah. like, there's like a whole movie that's a prequel that talks, like oh. that shows.
0: This is okay. Yeah, we're gonna this in this world where this movie comes out. Is Animatrix this like an alternate, an alternate world? Like an alternate? Yeah, this is an AU. This so you're saying would, would
2: we just go? Would would we watch Animatrix? Is what, what you're? At. Would, you
0: guys, <laughs> would you guys watch a crossover between Terminator and Matrix? Yes. That's more. No, I would, watch I would a totally not crossover watch that.
1: because it means that instead of getting. Uh, Agent whatever we get the Terminator Agent Smith. in it as the virus instead of the like <laughs> fuck, uh... instead of as the Terminator.
0: Yeah, I th- I would watch this, but not expect it to be good.
1: Mm-hmm. I would. It, it actually works really well because like the way the um that Agent Smith like creates more Agent Smiths is he like he kills that lady and like yeah. turns her into a goop and then she turns an Agent Smith, but mm. like that's just what like the terminator 2000 does right the one that's made out of quicksilver kind of But lim- like he lim- doesn't yeah. he doesn't multiply <laughs> well he doesn't multiply but like that's could, just though. the same thing like but they use does. the same special effects for both of those <laughs> scenes yeah that's fair yeah okay, holy cool.
2: shit you're right yeah I and am right.
1: Robot cum for both of them.
2: Yeah. Robot cum. No. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's what it it's is. Go to jail. <laughs> no. I would never
1: watch this <laughs> Go movie. Go to PP pee baby wiener boner jail. No.
2: And also, you guys are like, how? I I guess I'm confused about how how does this? Okay. Okay. Hold on a second. In this in this scenario is what I'm saying. Would you say that? The Terminator world that we know and love is actually in the Matrix.
0: No. Mm-mm. What I'm saying is that, like, the Matrix takes place so far in the future.
2: Oh, uh, no, I'm not saying, like, is that what you're saying? What I'm saying, could we say that? Because then it's like, instead of them going to the past, they may have said, yeah, we went to the past, but they just didn't want to uh, tell they them they were from the Matrix. booted an old version
1: of the Matrix. <laughs> they
2: just, like, went into the Matrix-
1: and, like, they were just, oh, like... Oh, shit. Yeah.
2: They're not going oh, to the so path, it's just
1: It's just the Terminator the entire time. And then at the very end of the last movie, we it, like, out. zooms out. And it's all just in Neo's brain <laughs> as he's yeah. a battery in exactly. his baby pod. Exactly.
0: Okay. Last movie. <laughs> this is a sequel to The Prestige. I hate and this so And it's called The Prestige 2 Unveil. Mm-hmm. Get a load of this. I hate this. Um, <laughs> Nikola Tesla gets lightning powers and like <laughs> and psionic powers and he becomes an x-men <laughs> God
1: <damn it. laughs> So is this setting up for, like, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen
0: 2? Or... No, this sets up for a new X-Men This sets up for
2: X-Men, <laughs> the original X-Men, because Nikola Tesla is just uh, Professor X.
1: Yeah, Nikola Tesla, part of his X-Men powers is that he doesn't die. Yeah. Yeah. He just gets, like, his physical body slowly degrades, but never to a point where he dies. And so he just becomes Professor X.
0: Also, Hugh Jackman's in this movie not as the Wolf right though.
1: Wait, what? Who is he?
0: He's the prestige. He's the guy.
1: <laughs> he's he's the prestige, Wait. but before the
0: prestige guy
1: dies at the end, he actually made another copy of himself, and like that's the whole thing is that that one goes on to be Wolverine. That one goes beyond to be Wolverine because he meets back up with Nikola Tesla to like be like, hey, your machine room in my life, help me. And Nikola Tesla's like, why should I help you? And he's like, because I've got these, and he like shows him the Knives. claws. Fuck yeah! And Holy then shit, uh, Nikola Tesla's like. What and they go back and get the machine and bring it back and that's how they start making new X Men, and then they just
2: make a bunch of Wolverines.
1: Well, no, they just like find people and then like if they like like agree with their ideas, then they turn a clone into them, shoot their original self, and then the clone (laughs) (laughs) becomes like the clone gets cool X Men powers and that's how they create the first x-men but instead of x-men they're just magicians <laughs> oh. that was that guys like that's one of the things about the prestige love that movie fantastic I've never met any single person as devoted to being a magician in my life. Hell, as devoted to being anything in my life as those guys are about being magicians. Tommy,
2: that's <laughs> the point of the movie. Also is about that you shooting common, each other. Listen, you common people don't understand this. You don't <laughs> understand
1: the devotion you need to be a magician.
2: <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, rewind think... for just a second. Sorry, Marcus. No, you're um, was I mistaken in hearing or thinking that you said that Hugh Jackman plays both uh, Nikola Tesla and Wolverine? No, no, no he doesn't he play no. Nikola okay, Tesla. But what if he... Pl- Wait, who does he play? He
0: plays Hugh Jackman's character. In oh, it.
2: what if he played Hugh Jackman's character and he played Wolverine? Like, he played both of them. Yeah, that's what That's what that's we're saying. What we're saying oh, okay, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Know, I'm, like, I'm so he more on the Lord Wolverine with this shit now. But,
1: like, not right. in the X Men way. Oh. And that his, his clone that he made before he had that final showdown with Dude, uh, because I can't remember that guy's fucking name to save yeah. my life. Uh, batman yes. um, <laughs> he, christian bale. bale christian bale yeah batman <laughs> yeah um, exactly his clone that he made was like actually the guy that went through that whole scene with christian bale yes. at the end of the movie but and he Hugh jackman was ro- watching the rafters and then once once batman thought he was dead he takes the machine Back to Nikola Tesla, and that's how they start the episode. You
0: know, if you haven't seen The Prestige, this whole, probably like, past five minutes (laughs) has been really shitty. (laughs) However,
2: go watch The Prestige and re-listen to this. Yeah, watch The Prestige. It's actually a pretty good movie. They do talk
1: about being a magician a lot, though, in that movie. I mean, it's about magicians. You would think they
2: would. (laughs) Anyway, they do shoot each other a lot. It's about magicians. What do you expect? (laughs) Next question. Uh, Winky, you got a question for us? Technically, Yes. Oh, In fact, I do. I like technicalities. Me too. In fact, this one comes from It's Keg Stand. Thank you, It's Keg Stand.
1: Thank you, It's Keg Stand.
2: And it is, If the World... And events of Majora's Mask were transferred to the Simpsons universe. Could Bart Simpson beat the game and save Springfield? All items, songs, masks, NPCs, temples, etc. from the game are still present in Springfield, just flavored to fit in the universe. Uh, Also, Bart has Lisa's saxophone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's what he uses (laughs) to travel back. back back. Yeah. Oh my god! I love this concept. Yeah. Fuck that arena. It's just Simpsons Hit and Run, but Majora's, <laughs> but Majora's Mask. Mask. What is Simpsons Hit and Run? Simpsons Hit and Run is this. Uh, it was kind of like a Crazy Taxi kind of game that what? they made for the GameCube. That
0: what is Crazy Taxi? It was closer to. It was closer to GTA. What is GTA? Grand Theft Auto. Okay, cool. But it was like the Simpsons take on Grand Theft Auto, and it was actually pretty good. But anyway, I uh, I'm not a big Majora's Mask expert. I've only played Ocarina of Time once, but I am a Simpsons expert. Nice.
1: Okay.
2: And Tommy is a Majora's Mass expert. Well, sure. We'll go with that. Tommy knows everything there is to know about yeah. Majora's Mass. Uh-huh. Tommy played through that game 52,000 times. Yeah,
1: I've played that game a lot. Yeah. Like like a whole lot. Like someone who's definitely played that game before. Tommy knows <laughs> everything. <laughs> Have you there never to played know? Majora's Mass? I haven't played Majora's Mass, but I know quite a
2: <laughs> oh, bit Oh, no. I feel um, like
0: you're the most qualified yeah. out of us.
2: Cool. Yeah, I feel like you don't have to play a game to understand it, you know what I'm saying? Sure, we we'll I think,
0: it's from the things that I know from playing Ocarina and Majora's Mask, or not, well, the things that I know about Majora's Mask and from playing Ocarina, mm-hmm. I think Bart could, just because, like, he has, like, some minor tune force. Mm-hmm. Nothing, like, major.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. I just, I, I think, like, I think the biggest thing for him would be, like, if this was Ocarina of Time, it would be a different story, because Ocarina of Time doesn't have a time limit. Right. But, like, with Majora's Mask being like, hey, you have, like, exactly this much time to do this, Bart's kind of a lazy shit. Yeah. Especially about stuff that he doesn't plan to do and just is kind of thrust upon him. He just doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Um. I think... Well,
2: what if he knows? I mean, if he... I think his will to save his family would catch up to him. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, mean, yeah, eventually. But, like, there's no telling, like, if Bart believes that it's going to happen at first, or, like... Uh, yeah. But... I think
0: that the key the key thing here, and I know that they addressed it in the question, but, like, if this were set in the Zel- in the Zelda universe, mm. no fucking way Bart could do it. But mm. since it's set in the <laughs> Simpsons universe, I actually think he has a pretty good shot. Just because, yeah. like, uh, everybody in the Simpsons is an asshole, but, like, they all have their strengths, and they usually come together to help each other if they need yeah. to. Um,
1: mm. I, I still think that I like the idea that these are all Simpsons things, but one of the big uh, conceits of Majora's Mask is that in order to stop the moon from crashing into fucking whatever the Temple Town is called, mm-hmm. um, they... Springfield. Yeah. In order to crash stop the moon from crashing into Springfield, the way they stop it is they... Link gets four big giants to go out and stand above the town, and then the giants hold the moon and like stop it long enough... For Link to be able to go in the moon and fight. Majora. Also,
2: spoiler alert.
1: Yeah, sorry if you haven't played a fucking almost thirty-year-old <laughs> game. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Tommy. <laughs> and, but I like the idea of everything being the same, but they still just have the giants <laughs> in Springfield. Yeah.
0: Well, I feel like uh, there, there's some giant statues that they use a lot for mm. stuff. Like they would have the Lard Boy Donut statue mm. up there, and the Lumberjack statue, and the Founder Springfield statue. And probably, like, another one that I'm forgetting. But one, anyway.
1: One of the levels is the nuclear power plant. Oh, uh, yeah. That's one of the temples. One of the temples is the school. One of the temples is, like, just the downtown area, mm-hmm. like, where Mo's fucking oh, bar yeah. is. Yeah, that. And then one of the temples is, uh, I can't think of another big. Wait, are you talking
2: maker. about Moe's Southwestern Grill? Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: His bar? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, I think, I think ultimately Bart,
0: Bart could do this, because, like, uh, I feel like you would actually be super proficient with the grappling hook also.
1: Yeah.
2: Um. Okay, here's my thing. In Majora's Mask, as well as Ocarina of Time, mm-hmm. there's a lot of bullshit that you have to do.
1: It's an yeah. excessive
2: amount of bullshit. There is
1: quite a bit of bullshit.
2: And... I, okay, I'm on the same page. I think he could do it. I think it would take him many years and I don't think he would be the same person afterwards.
1: No, this is definitely like the Simpsons take on doing a weird cultural mashup of Majora's Mask and Groundhog Day. Yeah. Where like, yeah, like there's a scene like near the end where like Bart walks into Temple Town and like someone goes up to talk to him and he's like, you want me to go get your bomb so that I can blow up that thing so that I can get into that thing and I can get the rupees and I can pay you to do this thing and then you can let me go over and do that thing. And they're like, what? And he's like, that person over there is going to get married in two days. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. just like, like yeah. there's yep. all the same shit that you do in Ocarina of Time, but Bart Simpson also is just played by uh, fucking Bill Robin, Murray. Bill, Mo- Bill Murray, I'm Robin Williams. <laughs> oh. Robin Williams. <laughs> yep, there it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, so I think the more in agreement Bart could do it. I yeah, think Bart could do it. I think
1: he would have to learn to play the saxophone first.
0: Yeah, does he have to play the sax? No, he you learn in the game though. Yeah,
1: but like Bart doesn't know how to play a saxophone. But you learn in the game though.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, well, like I think the thing is like there'd be a goofy little cutscene where like yeah. you know Bart says eat my shorts and then actually learns how to play. <laughs> saxophone
2: yeah consume
1: my shorts <laughs> <laughs> is that what he says in the, in the that's show that's just like
2: catchphrase yeah he says eat my shorts, eat my shorts. oh yeah. the simpsons is a weird show no, like it's i've never show. watched that but show it's,
1: before it's it's good in a weird way it's it's yeah. at least like the most palatable of all of those like oh we made a, a cartoon for adult people which means yeah. we have to draw the shittiest right <laughs> it's like um it's very
0: like dad humor <laughs> mm-hmm. but like i think it's good yeah anyway it's next... better than like
1: it's more palatable than like family guy oh yeah and stuff for sure. like that and like more family friendly are yeah. you saying that
2: never
0: mind i'm gonna stop right here <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> next next question tommy do you have one nope i have a, i have to say we have to we forgot to segue well marcus sucks. i
1: would have a question but it's actually time for an ad break
0: We need to acknowledge a fact. Your ex sucks. That old teacher that, like, screwed you over that one time? Sucks. That old best friend who put gum in your hair? Sucks. Writer's block? Sucks. My old poetry?
1: Sucks. Hi, I'm Addie DeVelvis. I am the host of Slam Your Ex Poetry, and I'm here to yell about what sucks through poetry. Slammer's Poetry is a bi-monthly podcast featuring me and friends. Hi. While we get together and talk about our opinions. Opinion. Indeed. Join us while we yell poetry into my sweet, sweet
0: girlfriend, the Void, and submit your own. She's hungry.
1: And now we're back. Tommy, you
0: got a question for us?
1: I do. Um, I don't know why my question. We have like so many Butch Hartman TV show related questions on this show. Uh... Considering how shitty Butch Hartman is. But who would be a worse teacher to have? Crocker, if he thinks you have fake mm, parents? Oh, <laughs> or no. Snape, if you're on his shit list. Definitely Crocker, right?
2: Um, I
0: want to like,
1: say no. Really, I'm going to say
2: Snape.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, here's Tim. Not to you know. No, do not it. to put not to put you down or anything. Yeah, yeah no, please. please. <laughs> I am a Harry Potter expert. Okay. I have oh, seen. Oh yeah, Marcus did oh, recently Oh he, he watched all. He watched each movie one time. So. I have seen all the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> yeah, I so, forgot. Okay. Um. I think, you know, Snape, the worst he's going to do is, you know, call you a dipshit, flick you on the forehead. Crocker has weapons of mass destruction and spies on Timmy regularly. He
1: does spy on Timmy a lot, which is really weird for a teacher. Yeah. Um, doesn't Snape actually commit, like, brain assault on Harry Potter? Yeah, but that's to train yes. him.
0: Harry's yeah, but he's,
1: he's like, this is to train you, but he's like, but it's implied, at least it's implied in the books that it's like, there's a better way to do this. <laughs> yeah,
2: there it was implied in okay, it was implied in the books especially afterwards by Dumbledore there was a bad idea for him to have paired up Snape and Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, the reason he did it was because he was just like Snape is a very good Aquaman's uh, and he didn't want to specifically train Harry because it was a whole weird situation where Harry right. had a weird connection with you know who and he was just like, I don't want that to be around me mm. personally right now because I think you want to kill me. <laughs> Uh, This is Dumbledore talking to Harry about this situation. Um, Also, multiple times, multiple times. If we're talking about who would be a worse teacher... Specifically mm-hmm. uh yes Crocker gives Timmy F's constantly but that's because Timmy's a dumb shit. That's true. Yeah. Timmy is a dumb. Yeah. And we know shit. in canon he stays in elementary school until he's like 18 years old. Right. Cuz It Drake... is true there's yeah. <laughs> yes. that fucking
1: weird like movie <laughs> where they have movie.
0: Drake B yeah. Harry Potter or not Harry Potter Timmy Turner. <laughs> I feel like yes. it's important to specify Drake Bell and not yep. just they have Drake B. <laughs> <to be Turner.
1: laughs> uh <laughs> But that would be a very strange movie. But
2: also, Snape always does this bullshit to Harry where, uh, for every single question that he has in class, a lot of the times he specifically wants Harry to answer, and if Harry either doesn't answer immediately, or if he's just, like, he gives a reasonable answer, but not one that's, like, literally picture-perfect for what he wants to say, he's just, like, 15 points from Gryffindor. Also, let me look at your potion. He goes over to what Harry had been doing in class, takes it out of the hole, takes it out of his cauldron, and says, alright, everyone, turn in your assignments. And Harry's just, like, you just got rid of mine. He's just, like, I said turn in your assignments. Yeah.
0: And Harry just, you know, breaks in his hand and gives it to Snape. I, I feel
1: like... So, I feel like if you're not Harry Potter, or not Timmy Turner, and it's just, like, which is a worse teacher on the whole to have? Yeah. I think Crocker's worse, because Crocker seems to, like, take glee, and, like, specifically seek out situations to give Timmy, or, like, just people in general, Fs, but, like... Snape seems to be that teacher where it's, like, he, like, granted, this is a super unhealthy, like, way to be a teacher, but it's that, like, oh, I think that you could, like, actually do really well in this thing, so I'm going to make sure I push you extra hard to be better at it. Yeah. Like, if if he, like, a lot of kids will take it as, like, oh, this teacher fucking hates me, but, like, really... Snape just is a fucking moron and doesn't know how to interact with people. And Uh, it's just like, oh, I'm going to like expect you to like do way better than everybody else. I call on you when you're like slap, like slacking, because I think you No, I don't want to,
2: I don't want to stun on you guys, but I'm currently going through right now. My latest, uh, listen through of Harry Potter, uh, I'm on the seventh book. You're like Harry Potter renaissance. Yes, exactly. And Snape is definitely not like that because, and I know this because Snape Mm -hmm. picks favorites, all of Slytherin mm, House. That's true. And he treats every other house horribly and every other person horribly. Even, yeah. as, even aside from Harry, he specifically treats other people horribly. Crocker mm. is indiscriminate with who he treats badly. He treats everyone like shit. He's that's rude true. to everybody. <laughs> yeah. and, and Especially to Timmy, I will say, because he's convinced and correct that Timmy has <laughs> fair numbers. However... <laughs> <laughs> However, Snape picks favorites, man. He's the worst teacher because he is so nice and so, like, uh. He treats. Uh some of his students really well like Malfoy. He treats him like he's just like, Oh yeah, I'm just gonna give you good grades and everything like yes, that. Snape said,
0: I will literally kill for you. That's true. Yes, he did say he that. He did say that. I here's here's where it kinda comes down for me, you know? Crocker's delusional. Yeah. But I don't think he's ever like hurt a kid. Um even though like, you know, Crocker's a bad dude, should definitely be locked up. Yes. Snape committed wizard genocide. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Definitely had a hand to play in that whenever he was a Death Eater. Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. there we go. Yeah, so I think... I'm going to have to give this one... Uh, who, who's the worst teacher? Yeah. Fucking. You know what? There's no wrong answer here. I still think Crocker's the worst teacher. I think Snape's the worst person, but Crocker's the worst teacher. Yeah. <laughs> I think Snape's the worst
2: teacher just because, like, if I was in that situation... Like, if I was in this situation with both of these teachers and I had to pick one, I would pick Crocker every time because I would hate it so much. I was on Snape's shit list and I had to watch him treat other students better even though I was smarter than them.
1: Yeah.
0: That's a valid opinion.
1: I would probably choose to have snape just because like crocker would piss me off so much in class that i would want to act out and get on his shit list but i could deal with snape's horse shit enough to like not be liked by him but either skirt under his radar or suck up to him enough to Uh, like to where he's like also Oh, yeah, you're fine. Well, only Whatever. if you're in Slytherin can you do that. Yeah, I was going to say. If you're not say, in any yeah. other
2: house, he's, he'll just be
1: like, oh, are you sucking up to me? Fuck you. Hmm.
2: F. Fail. You get out. 50 points from... Ah!
1: Well, I also like I like the idea of making potions, so I would at yeah, least be like smart fair. enough to where he... Like, that's another question. Objectively, couldn't give me bad grades, because I could just be like... Well, I can show you how to make it right now. Yeah,
2: that's another question that I have. Like, are we going under the assumption, like, that they would be teaching the same subjects in this scenario? Okay. Yeah. Because, of course, like, if it was between whatever Crocker the hell teaches in elementary school versus learning potions, I will always pick learning potions, guaranteed. (laughs) I don't give a shit what the teacher is like.
0: Well, I think, also, I want to bring up this one last point for this question, too. Timothy, you don't have anything to worry about. Uh, because if you were in Snape's class, you would be a Slytherin anyway. So Why like, would
2: I be a Slytherin? Why are you saying that? Because you're, you're a Slytherin. How do you know that? Why can't I be a Ravenclaw?
0: I mean, you could be a Ravenclaw, but, like, I, I'm i the Harry Potter expert. <laughs> I say that oh, you're a okay, Slytherin. Cool I'm a Sorry. Hufflepuff, so
1: Snape would, Snape would look at me and go, get the fuck out of my classroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Snape might just literally ignore you. Like, I yeah. don't think he would. May... That, like, that would be preferable. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if it comes down to <laughs> having <laughs> a teacher that's so Crocker old. or a teacher that ignores me, I'll take the teacher that ignores yeah. me because nice. I can at least make sure I pass their class. I think
2: honestly, Snape just like really wouldn't give a fuck. He'd be like, "Sure, you did good. You can go into my like my uh, new level potions class." Exactly. Sure. Exactly. Nice. Cool. I mean, yeah. That's our last goof. Cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, we just want to say a special thanks to our producers Jess Adams, Max Nolan Young for editing this episode, designing our cover art, and for Having taking bait, potions God class. Ooh, two. Two sides, okay. same
2: coin. Uh, you know what? Honestly, I'll take either one. I'm yeah, sorry.
1: Can... I feel like I peaked a lot whenever I said that. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Definitely it's close. already in there.
0: You can find Max on Twitter at Max and Young, and you can find Jess on Twitter at Antler And
2: most importantly, we would like to thank you, our listeners. And if you would like to make a submission like the for people who submitted for us, then you can tag us on Twitter or DM us at Versus Extreme, or you could potentially shoot us an email at Versus extremecast at gmail.com.
1: You can also find more episodes of Versus Extreme on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. Um, We put out episodes every Tuesday, so please don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to us on iTunes. It really helps push us up in the algorithms and allows other people to hear the same goofs that you've come to know and love. And we're not anything without you guys, and we want to make sure that, like, everybody's getting to hear... All the same stuff that you do. Also, please hit us up on Twitter this week to weigh in on who you think would win in our most divisive question, which was... Danny Phantom Flying Dutchman. Danny Phantom versus the Flying Honestly, Dutchman. Honestly, Danny Phantom Flying Dutchman. Yeah. I don't think we even had, like, a really strong side between no. all of us. Like, a tough... <laughs> I mean,
2: I'm pretty strong in Danny Phantom. and I think everyone else should be if they're intelligent in any way. Well, you, okay, you that's one we... way...
1: Okay. So bias the results, but okay. right.
0: I'm just saying, Danny Phantom is the one who would do. And it. if you like this episode, please tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way to get new listeners. And we listen to this thing that we do to as many people as possible. Thank you so much for listening. Go listen to Slam Your Ex. Also, I have we have two things to talk about. For we had two things to plug, two whole things. Uh, first off, we just want to say, of course, you know, naturally, we're in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. And uh, if you can't go to a protest, then you should donate. And uh, mm. if you if you have the money to spare, um, on our Twitter page, there's a pinned tweet with a list of organizations. Feel free to check those out. Um, secondly, I'm going to be, uh, competing in a Tekken 7 tournament. I, I know nothing about Tekken 7 and I'm, <laughs> I have a week to prepare. Um, it's going to be on June 13th. It'll be live streamed. Um, and all of the proceeds to that go to charity towards Black Lives Matter organizations. Uh, so please check that out. Look out on our Twitter page for a link to that and a more specific time. All I know is it's going to be on Saturday. So yeah, if you want to see me get my ass beat and, uh, and help a good organization, a good movement, then look out for that. Marcus, you're going to kick ass. Don't worry. I'm going to try. This guy's
2: a natural at uh, whatever the hell Tekken 7 is. A fighting game? (laughs) Sure, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Anything else? I think that's all right. Hey, all you people. Anyone playing Tekken 7 this
0: Saturday? Yeah, well, not this Saturday. Sometime
2: still, yeah. Sometime in the future, all of you better look out for my boy. Don't worry, he's practicing <laughs> He's been practicing this game for years now You'll be you'll be on the edge of your seat You're going to have to roll oh, up your kid. controller afterwards and walk yeah, away, kid. Walk away, kid I'm not going to lose. Walk away, kid! Anyway. You can't win! You can't beat my boy! Think, you can't beat okay, my boy! Okay, Tim, I, think, I think we're good
0: uh, Be afraid I'm, I'm Marcus Dresskel. Good night in San Francisco
2: I'm Tommy Calhoun <laughs> And I'm Tim, and I love you